Hey, yo, fam, what is going on? It is uh, 2.30 p.m. here um, on June 27, 2022. Thanks a lot for tuning back in to the Way Too Much JRMC podcast. Um, had a pretty exciting weekend, um, just like everyone else from Friday on. Uh, start things off. That you ever, I'm finally, I'm, I'm legit now. So you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast, Amazon Music, you know, like always, YouTube, Facebook, all that. So we everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a pretty pretty exciting development there. Um, appreciate all you guys that have tuned in here early on and listened listened to what I've had to say and have encouraged me and all that good stuff. But you know, we're trying to do big things here, and just want to thank all y'all um, right off the bat here. So that's a that was the first piece of exciting stuff going on. Secondly, we probably had like the biggest stretch of. You know, three days as far as uh, Supreme Court rulings go in the history of the country, possibly, as far as all at once stuff happening, um, certainly in my lifetime. Um, and so, you know, we're going to dig into, into all that a little bit here. Um, just go ahead and give you one update. I'm not, I don't personally think that my uh, personal opinions and feelings and all that are, are that um, that novel or anything like that. Um so I'm going to try to take maybe a slightly different approach than just worrying about what I think and what I wish would have happened and what, I, what I'm happy about what happened and all that good stuff. Um, then we're going to talk about some procedural items and, and things like that. So, yeah, so let's, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, so like I said, big few days as far as Supreme Court rulings go. Um, first of all, it was the Second Amendment protection case. I was like, I think it was New York Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin or something like that. That case basically was the Supreme Court telling the state of New York that they can't put extra what they call like good cause um, justifications on people to give them till carries. Okay, so I don't, you know, I personally don't see how anybody paints that in a negative light. Because again, like it, and we'll get into this in a second on what the Supreme Court's role is. Um, but it basically just guarantees that Joe Schmo has the same protections under the law and under the Constitution as the rich and famous guy that can certainly prove that his life is more at risk than mine is walking on the street because he's famous and people know who he is and all that. Um, that's number one. Number two, obviously, overturning a Roe versus Wade. I mean, you know, I mean, not. My redneck ass probably got no business talking about it, but I'm going to anyway. So, whatevs. You know, if we, if all of us that don't think we're adequate enough to talk about something don't talk about something, then guess what? Only the same people are going to keep talking about everything. So, if we want to get smarter, want to advance our own knowledge base, and um, you know, become better human beings, we got to talk about things. Um, so yeah, I mean, but so that was the it's the Dobbs versus Jackson case, and in this one. It's basically the Supreme Court saying, not coming, not coming in and saying, "Hey, we don't support abortion. We think you're a morally corrupt, moral, ter- moral terrible person if you have an abortion." We believe in, you know, Jesus Christ, like you know, the stuff that everybody's trying to paint it out as if they're saying. That's like none of that is what they're saying. You know, they're basically all they're saying is when we, when this, when this Supreme Court, when this case was originally uh, put to the test back in 70, I think it was 73 or something like that, 72. It was wrong. The The Supreme Court 
back, you know, 50 years ago, literally invented this constitutional right. They said something was in the Constitution that was not in here. Okay, I went through it. There's there's not one single word about an abortion in here, um, and so they basically that the, the ruling was wrong. Um, initially, they tried to go into like the trimester uh, qualifications, all stuff. You know that that part had already been struck down, I think, in the '90s or something. Um, so they basically just said it was bad. It was bad case law. It's thrown out. It's going back to the states. Okay, so that's two pretty big, you know. Possibly the two, I, mean, I don't know if what, that there's any other cases that could possibly happen in the rest of my lifetime that would be bigger than these two items. So, but again, other than talking about, you know, my personal opinions on the matter, because I think most people can probably figure out about where I stand on things. I mean, in our group show, you can see I got ammo cases over between the two, uh, the couch and the and the single seat that where, where pink normally sits. Um, so, you probably know I got guns and you know I'm a redneck, so... I don't know if you can be classified as a redneck if you ain't got some guns in your house. Um, so I obviously support the Second Amendment. Um, as far as Roe versus Wade goes, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. As far as my entire life, I've been back and forth on it and didn't know how I felt about things and you know and all that. And, you know, now I have four children, so obviously I believe in children. You know, giving children the right, you know, the chance to live. Um, and I think in my younger days, I was a little more. Um, narcissistic and thought that, you know, I had the right or the, you know, the girlfriend had the right or what, or whatever. And it was their, it was their life. I wasn't really willing to think about the fact that there was another life inside, inside of the, you know, inside the womb. Um, I'm talking about when I was, when I was extremely young, it's been a while. Um, but you know, I think the biggest thing here is with this is we don't even have to delve into that. It doesn't matter what you think or what I think or what my church thinks or your church thinks or the church, your lack thereof a church thinks, you know, it doesn't, none of that matters. That's not, it's not what the Supreme Court was doing here. And we'll get into this in a second. The Supreme Court was, all they were saying was, this is not in our purview. It's got to go back to where, where it belongs. And we're going to talk about what, you know, what, where that is that, that things belong. So, so, yeah, so just, let's just start there. Um, and first of all, just remember this, that the point of a judicial system is not to worry about your feelings or my feelings or, you know, whatever, whatever type of way we're feeling, it doesn't, those things don't matter. We have to, you know, it's one thing I'm trying to do to rise above in my adult life is I'm trying to get out of my feels. You know what I mean? Like if there's one thing that people from where I'm from that we're guilty of more often than not, it's like, man, we fly by the seat of our pants and just live by our emotions. We get pissed off, we end up in a fight, catching a charge. You know, we're like, we get, we have one good date and we think we're all excited that we're, oh hell now we're getting married and having babies and then we're in a divorce three years later. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm depressed now and I'm going to snort some Oxycontin on my nose. I mean, that's people where I'm from got to stop being like that. And I'm trying, I'm trying to stop to not be like that here. And so it's the beauty about the judicial system. You know, and whenever I think about it is like, there's no emotion whatsoever. It just is what it is. At least it's the way it should be. And so I think the Supreme court has done a good job. Um, on these two cases as far as those go. So that's, that's point number one. Point number two, federalism. Okay. It's that when you hear the word federal, when you think, you think, na you know, national government, you know, U.S. government, it's, it's actually the opposite. So, so we'll say you got to think in the inverse. We live in a federalist system that basically says the federal government doesn't have a power that isn't specifically given to it 
Okay, and if that power isn't specifically given to it, then it's reserved to the states. Right now we have 50 of them. One time we had 13 of them. One time we had 25 of them. You know, so it's like it's reserved to the states that are agreeing to become a union under those agreed upon parameters from a national standpoint. But then they're still there to live freely and govern themselves and their constituents and their citizens because California citizens are going to be different from Kentucky citizens. So it's actually it's a, it's a beautiful you know, system and setup because that's what you need. You need to keep bare bones your federal regulations laws have to be as bare bones as possible because the more you the more that's in the federal constitution the more likely it is you're not that all 50 of those states are not going to agree on everything so you can you only got to keep you can only keep in there what everybody's going to agree upon and what is like an inalienable right for the federal government to protect everyone from from losing um or the states you know are the ones that have the power so the specific thing you got to look for in here, and if you don't, if you're not aware of, you know, pick up a pocket constitution or something, for somewhere Google it. There's probably they're on there for free. You can probably go to the library and get one free if you wanted to or whatever. You can certainly print one off. But hopefully, we all know the Bill of Rights is the first ten amendments to the Constitution. Tenth Amendment says the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So. There's, the power isn't listed in here in the Constitution. It's left to the states, which means it's left to the people. Okay, so it's all, that's, that's, that's all they're saying. So let's dive into these two Supreme Court cases here. In the Second Amendment one, you know, because I've heard people say that the Supreme Court is being, you know, they're being schizophrenic here in their decision-making because they're saying, well, they're telling the states they can't have the power to regulate this, but they, but the states do have power to regulate this. And it's like, yes, that's exactly right. And, and there's one reason why. One. Second Amendment, right to bear arms, is in here. The right to an abortion, it ain't. It's, just, it's that simple. That's all, that, that's, you know, all those pages long of everything they've got in there and all that, all that legal jargony and all that stuff. That's, that's the reason. That's all it was. So again, I read you the Tenth Amendment, the Bill of Rights. Second Amendment, we're all pretty familiar with this one, is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Boom. You're infringing the right to bear arms if you're telling rich and famous people that they can apply and get a permit, but you're telling poor working class, rednecks, whites, blacks, Mexicans, like everything, telling all them that they oh you can't get one because you you know you're not important enough. That's you're you're infringing on the right to bear arms. So, and the and the right to bear arms means it doesn't just mean in your house. They're saying it means you have the right to to bear arms. Okay, um, so that's why they ruled that way and said states can't impose extra things on there because it's in here. It's in the Constitution. For those of y'all that are listening, I'm holding up a little blue pocket Constitution. It's about 20 pages long here with the amendments and articles of the Constitution and all that, all that in here. It's in here. All right. As far as abortion goes, that we, I keep hearing them talk about the law of the land. It's been a constitutional right. It's not in the damn Constitution, guys. I, I mean, I feel I don't like. The, to be thinking that I'm like shoving my views down people's throats. Okay. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be one of those people. 
I want to win the war of ideas, right? I really, I mean, I really do believe in that, like through and through. But there's no idea to have to be won here. The right to an abortion is not a constitutional right. So now the Supreme Court didn't say the states have no right to enact restrictions on abortion or anything. Nothing of the sort. They just said that the federal government doesn't have the right to tell all states they have to allow them to occur inside their borders. They just said they don't have, it's not in their jurisdiction. So I know it stinks because everybody wants to be lazy and wants everyone else to do everything and doesn't want to go out and win 50 little individual ideological wars. But that's America. That's how things work. So you got, now you're going to get to your state legislatures and lobby for whatever it is you want. If you want abortion to be legal or if you want it to be banned or whatever, that's what you, you got to win it there. At least it's closer to you now. At least you can, you know, you can drive to your state capital and try to talk to somebody. It's like, go to D.C. right now and try to figure out how to get in the building. I know I couldn't. They ain't going to let me go. Look how crazy I look. They ain't letting me in there. So, like, that's really all that, all that happened. So all this other emotional mumbo-jumbo and, like, all this craziness going happening through the streets where people are, it's like, they're holding up. They got posters and stuff on with people like their legs spread and it's you know, my body my choice like like all this, all this crazy that's not what anybody's talking about okay like that's not what the supreme court is doing this is not this emotional thing everybody the people that are mad about it are holding on tight to it because they know like deep down i think the left knew they got one over on everybody in back in the 70s whenever they ruled roe versus wade they knew they knew it wasn't right, and that they knew that, and they knew they weren't gonna get fifty states to outlaw it. Okay, so they they got one over on us, and now that's being rec- being corrected, they're freaking out. Okay, um, and again, one thing, uh, another thing that everybody else needs to remember is since nineteen seventy two, I think it's not, let's just say nineteen seventy two. I'll be a couple years off, whatever. All in that time frame, federal legislators had time to codify. Roe versus Wade and legislation through a constitutional amendment, you know, that in there. Like, they had all that time. They didn't do it. There was a whole lot of talk, but no one ever did it because if they if they ever tried to do it and then didn't and then didn't get it done or whatever, or, or did get it done, they'd have to answer to it. So they'd just rather point fingers at everybody. Um, that's basically what was happening in, in my point of view, and it happens all over the place. Um, One other big thing that I personally want to like really drive home and <clears throat> feel like this is if I if I had one if I had one serious glaring deficiency in my you know politics and my opinions and and all that and like this is why I once I started going to Frankfort Kentucky and trying to make an impact on the legislation and everything I. I eventually took a step back and wasn't as mad at all the reps and stuff as I expected myself to be. I was more more embarrassed and ashamed of myself because I realized, like, oh my goodness, I don't know anything about what a magistrate does or a you know city you know city councilman or a county clerk or like the difference between like state laws and federal laws and you know federal courts and state courts i didn't you know i didn't know any of those things and so i realized i was you know one of these people that was presenting a whole bunch of problems to people thinking that 
anybody and everybody could fix it, but I shouldn't have to. I should just better bring it up to them and they fix it. So I think most of us here in, yeah, I mean, I think most of us left and right. We, up until now, up until recently, we thought we, it was almost as if we elected every single person. We, or we, we elected every single position as if it was like a blanket position that could do whatever the hell it wanted to do. Okay, so for instance, you know, I kept getting feedback from state legislators when I was trying to get them to take masks off kids is that we get, well, we, de- we give that power back to the school board's local control. One thing I kept saying was, I don't think anybody went to the ballot box to vote for a school board member to be the health Gestapo, to control every, every small health decision that a student in a public school system has to have. I don't think anybody voted a school board member in for that. And it was like, they, it was either, it, that, that either snapped them in, back into reality, like, oh my gosh, he's kind of got a point. Or people just doubled down and they just literally could not deal with thinking about it that way because in their minds, the government, like, literally has any power at once once it decides it, that it wants it. You know, same thing with like our governor. Um, you know, it was like this idea that we need to pass a law to reassert that the governor, a governor, North State legislature should be able to tell anyone whether or not they can go to church. I don't think anybody elected anyone into there under the assumptions that, okay, well, when times get, you know, when times get tough, when there's a bad flu season rolls around or whatever, I'm voting this person in so they can tell everybody not to go to church. I trust them to do that. I don't think anybody voted anybody in to do that, okay? Like, but for whatever reason, here recently, maybe it's a recent thing or, 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 or something, like, it's like, we think we vote the president in there and they can literally do whatever they want and there's no parameters, right? Like, they can ban, you know, whatever product they don't they don't like or they can executive order this amount of money or they can stop CRT from getting talked, you know, talked about in schools or they can, you know, you know whatever, whatever said, that said person's issue is, we think they can just, they should be able to stop it, whether through a vote in the legislature or through executive order or whatever. And I'm like, that's 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 a monarchy you know that's like that's you know that's a that's that's authoritarian rule that's you know that's somewhere where you don't have where you as an individual don't have a playbook you're just taking whatever rules are giving you and living your life that's not luckily for us that's not the country we live in we have a playbook and we've all just forgotten about it i started sitting down and thinking about you know, my own civics lessons growing up. And luckily for me, I had a wonderful, you know, my favorite teacher all growing up was my, my sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And I held back in eighth grade. So uh, I had two eighth grade years. My, uh, social studies teacher at Pineville Elementary, her name's Miss, uh, Miss Givens. So Miss Givens, what's, what's going on? It's, I, I miss you. And I, I still think about you all the time whenever I'm thinking about my educational background. But, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, the Supreme Court checks and balances. And we talked about, you know, the, executive branch and legislative branch and bills how bills become a law and we all watch the little little cartoon videos and all that but even then I, I you know I, I I've sat back and tried to think real hard I don't feel like there was a big stressing of all three you know those three branches of government all that they matter but they don't mean anything without this without and for those of y'all are listening I'm holding up the constitution again without this 
this blueprint, this like, you know, this rubric to, to, to go by, to base decisions off of, none of those things matter. Because then you literally would be just living, you know, flying by seat of your pants all the time or whatever judges got in there, whatever they felt, you know, whatever, what have you. That That's all that would matter. But luckily for us, we have a constitution, both state and federal, that per, that gives us certain rights as individuals. And yes, this constitution can be changed. It can be amended. You know, that's a, one of the beautiful aspects of it is there is a process in there to amend it as society changes and culture changes and you know, and I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer that politics should be downstream from culture. It shouldn't be cultures downstream from politics. Culture should drive your politics, right? Um, so there, you know, there are ways to amend your constitution, but the constitution is what is what really matters. The Supreme Court without the constitution doesn't matter. The president without the constitution doesn't matter. They're just the king. You know, like legislative branch. Without the Constitution, just the House of Lords, House of Commons, you know, it's like, I mean, it's old school government. This Constitution is what, it's what sets us apart from from the rest of the world. And yes, we have not, we certainly have not lived up to it all on the way. And, you know, there's some other um, amendments in here that I'm telling y'all that, like, people on the left that think right now that I'm beating up on the left, you know, that, like, I'm just a right-wing nut or whatever, like, there are other amendments in here that I, that I know right now. There's people on the right, or, or I'm sorry, they're let's call them rhinos. They're typical Republicans that won't agree with my stance on you know where I think we're at on some of these other amendments because I don't think we're living up to them at all. And I think that like big government rhinos and big government left authoritarians are okay with that because they don't want us, they don't want to live up to some of, some of this stuff. But for instance, let's look at it for this: the amendment. Let's think about the Fourth Amendment the right of the people to be secure in their persons against unreasonable searches and seizures. Okay, so you're supposed to have to have a warrant signed by a judge before law enforcement, whatever, can, you know, can search your premises, your car, any of that stuff. We all know that ain't happening, okay? Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that right now isn't getting followed through on. Um, and so that's a, you know, I think that's our, probably our biggest issue in today's world. And it, as, I, as we go here and we start diving into other topics, you know, over the next, uh, you know, little bit here, whether it be education or penal reform or, you know, racial issues, that kind of thing. It's really my hope that we can bring all those, all those issues home to like, to this, to the Constitution, to what everyone's rights are, to what the government's role is supposed to be. And how they are either overreaching that, that authority or taking advantage of it and skewing it or how we have as a citizens given the government too much power and need to reconsider what, you know, what we, what we're allowing there. I mean, you know, what, whatever it may be, I wanted, I just don't want this to become a show that's just me opining on my opinions on everything and just getting everybody pissed off and inflaming passions and, emotions and all that stuff. I know it's what gets clicks and shares and comments and all that. So, um, but I don't care what, you know, what I want is to like, drive a rational debate and use that visceral reaction that seeing me and hearing me, you know, looking like a trailer, like a trailer park kid sounding like one being loud, obnoxious, you know, all, 
all those stereotypes that you would think of someone that looks like me, sounds like me, talks like me, walks like me, like using that as a way to uh, make it that much, like that driving the point home even more whenever you realize like, oh my goodness, this dude, he's having like a rational discussion on this. Like he's keeping, he's staying cool, he's staying cool and calm and admitting when he's wrong and uh, trying to get better and trying to challenge himself and bring people on there that can challenge me and all, all that stuff. Um, that's you know that's really what I hope um, to be able to to be able to do on you know in the show g- going forward. Um, so yeah, again that's kind of you know the main thing I want to drive home. I know nobody. It's a really boring topic. It's not as fun as all the emotion in the my body, my choice, or you're a baby killer. You know it, it's it doesn't matter to me what I. If I th- which of those that I agree with or don't agree with or whatever, what matters to me is did these decisions flow consistently with what the founding fathers and the Constitution of the United States says is supposed to happen? And the answer to those to that question is a resounding yes. Because the Second Amendment is in the Constitution, the Supreme Court of the United States has an obligation to protect every individual citizen's right to bear arms that that is in their purview on the flip side comes the Roe versus Wade and abortion regardless of how any of them feel about abortion even if they all wanted like even if they all thought abortion was great and that they were just you know killing babies so they could go to heaven sooner and be with the angels you know, but they, if all of them thought that, it still would be the right decision to say it's not in our purview. And the Roe versus Wade decision was an absolutely terrible decision because, no, again, nowhere in this book, the Constitution of the United States, is there any guarantee of a protection to abortion? It's not in here. I, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. You can be mad at me all you want, but it's just, it's just true. It's not in there. Okay, so there's that. Now moving on a little bit. This kind of is a little bit of opinion, you know, talk here, because um, it is kind of crazy. These two things happened same day, back to back. Um, I just kind of always thought, like, you know, it to me, it's whenever a decision gets made, it's so hard, especially when you look at the courts. It's so hard to get something reversed. There's this thing called judicial precedent or whatever, which, in my opinion, is a, is a is a is a problem we have in America because I feel like basically it's all these judges just chip away, chip away, chip away until 100 years later they played the secret game in elementary school and everybody's whispering the secret in somebody's ear and 20 people down the road it's just, it's a totally different secret than what it was at the beginning. Well, I feel like that's what happens through, just, through judicial precedent because judicial precedent basically means like the opinion of, that, of previous judges. Um, so there's that and the, so I think it's interesting that happened that quickly. But also, here's why I feel like they did. It did happen the way it did happen. And it's the left. You, I really hope you anyone who's on the left that's in the left wing or it's a liberal or whatever or you know votes Democrat. Or, I, this is why I really I hope you're listening still because I really think there's times where we have to internalize and look in the mirror. I know I said I'm always talking about how I'm a redneck and I know I've had in the past I've had tendencies to 
have a short fuse and blow up and have a you know, self-fulfilling prophecy and uh, some tendencies towards self-destruction, all that um, self-fulfilling prophecy. Where we're at today is no one's fault other than the left's. They had they had gotten what they wanted. Roe versus Wade was already was that was was there. It's really hard to get judges to step on previous judges' toes and say they were wrong. But the left just continued to grind and grind and grind on 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 this like abortion topic, to where they there are literally people on the left that want to want to argue that abortion is okay all the way up until that baby comes out of the womb. And because of that, we are where we are now. People in Kentucky and people in Tennessee, and people in Ohio and Michigan and Florida and Georgia, Alabama, Texas, you know, like Oklahoma, Iowa, the Dakotas, you know, these, like, you know, Pennsylvania, those, like, you're talking about, like, regular Joes. They weren't, we, and I will include myself in this, we weren't going to stand for that. We were not going to stand for being, have, being able to abort babies up until their first breath outside the womb. We weren't, I'm, I'm just sorry, guys. Like, but if the level just remained reasonable and kept, you know, along this lines of, until until a baby's viable or whatever i mean like i i really don't think you know i don't think that people on the right would have ever agreed with an abortion but they the supreme court themselves would have would not have done it i I really don't think they would have and maybe those people that agree with the 40 week having abortion 40 weeks or maybe it's a very small percentage of people thing is they're very loud they're very loud they make it sound like there's millions and millions of them Right, so that's what turned. That's really what turned the tide. The left, the left turned the tide on themselves because it wasn't enough for them just to have what they wanted. Once Roe versus Wade passed, they should have been like, "Okay, we're gonna keep quiet." Or not passed. That's again, I'm, I'm using the language they want me to use. Nothing passed. They invented the constitutional right, but once they, once that court came down and, and invented that right for them. My goal would have been like, okay, we're going to keep this crap as quiet as possible because we got what we want and we don't want anybody to find out that they that we shouldn't have got it. But no, they they don't they didn't just want to have the right themselves. They wanted everyone to have to agree with it. They wanted everyone to have to profess to them that they agree with it. And they weren't and we weren't going to do it. Um You know, I think that another thing is they they just kept pressing on trying, you know, and they're, this is what the left is very good at, and the right's really good at it too, with their warmongering and trying to spend trillions of dollars every single day on wars and all that. People are starting to wake up to the use of language, like, to our detriment. Like, we are starting to realize that people are using us in our, in our like, average Jonas against us, and we're not going to have it again either. Just like with me and Pink, when we were talking about the abortion the abortion discussion and I was going to bring up the definition of abortion here real quick and read it again so that we can uh, 
talk about what in the you know what the what an abortion actually is here. Give me one second, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna get the exact. So, the the dictionary. dot com definition of abortion is the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy. Oh wait, that's not the right, that's not the one. I need to go to the Brian Weister one. Here we go. So the termination of a pregnancy after accompanied by resulting in or closely followed by the death of the embryo or fetus. So they kept using this term abortion as if it that when they, they would talk about the the woman's right to choose or you know well this you know, what about a woman whose uh, whose life is at risk or whatever they would use those two terms like synonymously like an abortion and ending a pregnancy to try to save a woman's life were the same thing. We're all waking up, and this is this is a this is definitely a purpose I hope to serve is like driving home what that definitions do matter. Like what is on paper does matter. Like definition of abortion means doesn't just mean you ended the pregnancy. It means you ended the pregnancy and it immediately resulted in the additional death of the fetus. So you can end pregnancies without deliberately killing the child. And I, and I'll argue on your side against against people that think that you shouldn't be able to end a pregnancy to save a woman's life. Like again, ending a pregnancy isn't isn't an abortion. That's ending a pregnancy. Okay, if the woman's going to die, and we have to end that pregnancy, but we we're, we try everything possible to keep that child alive, and the child dies anyways. You know that's just that's a that's terrible circumstances, you know. But we tried to 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 save both lives. Okay. I I no I don't think anyone thinks a mother should just have to die. So the child, you know, can live. I mean, there are like, there are extenuating circumstances there. So again, I'm not trying to ban ending pregnancies. I'm trying to ban abortions. The deliberate killing of a human fetus or a baby that and so you know if y'all remember the show back when me and pink talked about it pink was like i don't think there's a black family and a black person in america that doesn't think we should be trying to save every every baby's life possible and i said okay then why do we just have six hours worth you know of deliberation on this topic and that was why because definitions matter and we had to really drive home in on in what that definition meant so there's that. I mean, so again, I just think that the main thing is we got to pay attention to the, the words, the vocabulary that they use because they, they can, it can be used against us. All right. We have to be careful when we get, once we have something we want, that we don't go cut off our nose and spot our own face. Um, in this instance, like I think, like I'm saying, the left did where they they finally got what they wanted, and instead of just like ro- rolling with it and letting people telling people like, hey, if you disagree, I don't think you're a terrible person. You know, it's like no, if you didn't 100% agree with abortion, they thought you they, they wouldn't tell you you were racist, misogynist, you know, homophobic, Islamophobic, xenophobic. They kept going at it so hard that people were like, 
okay, well, listen, I'm not, I'm not letting you, we're not letting the children run, run the house here. We're not gonna let it, we're not gonna let it happen anymore. And so that, that'll bring me to my, probably my last point here because I'm already running on 36 minutes. In Clarence Thomas's um, opinion that he issued, he brought up other, you know, other court cases that he thinks you know, need to be revisited. One of which was, one of which was, you know, a, the right to gay marriage, um, the gay, gay marriage court case. I think we're seeing some other stuff happen in society right now that is going to run the same course that would, and could lead to the same outcome as what we're seeing from the abortion. You know, ever since Roe versus Wade, the feminist movement is it ran with everything, everything crazy after that, right? And like, and it it became where you couldn't even be like you; they wouldn't even allow you a a, a logical reasoning to be against abortion without calling y'all these names and well now we're seeing what started out as you know a gay rights movement that i'll be honest i was sympathetic to again like i'm not talking about from a moral standpoint or a religious standpoint i'm talking about a live and let live standpoint like if you if you want to if you love someone of the same sex or whatever and you wanted them to get your pension and your but share your retirement benefits with them and share a home with them, you know, or, or whatever. Who am I to judge that? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not anyone to judge it, but when you go look in here, I don't know that there is anything in here in this constitution about same sex marriage. So we go back to the, the Supreme Court. And this is what Clarence Thomas is saying. The Supreme Court, it's not in their purview. It's a state issue. Now, again, I think right now where we're at, people are okay with what, with where we stand right now. But as things develop and we start seeing more and more of this gender, ideo- gender ideology stuff getting put in our schools, um, these pornographic seen material books and stuff put in you know elementary school curriculums and libraries as they add extra letters to the lgbtq lgbtq plus minus whatever like as they add more people to that alphabet and it becomes more and more outrage outrageous to like normal life like you're going to start i think you'll start seeing them you know it's going to be becoming more, more and more likely that those Decisions do get revisited because they're not going to keep putting up with it. Because the justice, like Clarence Thomas, they know that it's an affront to like what's in here. They know that they know it's outside the federal Supreme Court's jurisdiction. Okay, they they know that he knows that. And again, that has nothing to do with if I agree with you being able to be married as a gay couple. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with this. And whether or not the federal government's in their purview or not. That's, that, that, that's all it is. Um, but, you know, as you, you know, I don't know if y'all saw uh, What is a Woman that was put out by the Daily Wire. Um, you know, everybody knows I'm involved in the education side of things a little bit and doing research there and seeing these books and the stuff they're wanting to talk about with with kids. You know, like, those things are going to have implications. And it will, I just want to be, I just want to say it. I just want to, it's, 
June 2022. I want the left to know it will be your fault if if those other if those other uh, cases are overturned, and it will be because you just kept grinding into people. You just kept grinding into them, and it's not how it's, it's not how it's supposed to work. All right, so again, sometimes you got to take a win, take a win, go to the house. Like you can't keep telling people they're terrible, awful, no good. Uh, people that are just that don't have a right to live you know um so there's that and then this will be my final point promise but i almost forgot about this the other thing i will say is uh we hear a lot about compromise you know i feel like it's a word i've i've come to really dislike when it comes to politics because there are certain issues that i feel like compromise is if, if the goal if you're always going to compromise then you're always going to only be going in one direction right because you have principled people here and then people that disagree with you here and they just keep if they're if they're here and you're here and you compromise within you're here okay well then later on you have the same discussion you're here they're here you end up here so you just keep moving moving further to the left but the that's where the founding fathers were kind of genius because there is a constant there's a constant compromise that's that's happening, and that compromise is we have this agreed upon set of beliefs in this constitution. If it's in here, we're going to protect the people, you know, from it. And as things change, and as we realize that it is terrible that we're allowing other humans to own other humans as property, we will update it accordingly. And then we will all live by those standards. And if you want to push back on it or whatever, you know, we will we'll go to war and then we'll the winners will prevail and then we'll you'll move forward after that. You know, like begin it was the it was this constitutional amendment that ended slavery. It was the it was amending the constitution. Right? But so you gotta amend you gotta amend it, and we did. Um but in instances that we that we don't, the compromise is this. We are a nation made up of smaller states. We are that basically become a marketplace. So the compromise is this. We're going to give you as many states as we have. That's how many options you have to find the place that most closely aligns with your, with your values. I don't want the left or the right being able to force all 350 million people in this country to, to live under the same like same factors and guidelines and rules and all that. And so coming from a side, you know, that we're say on the right side that think that having an abortion is the murdering of a child. So when those people that think that are saying, I'm not trying to say that it's banned everywhere. I'm just saying that the, I'm not going to let you tell all 300 million of us that we have to accept it. I at least want the opportunity to find somewhere to live, to live somewhere where in my backyard isn't, it isn't happening underneath my nose. That's a, you know, again, if you think murdering a child, if you think that having an abortion is murdering a child, and you're, and you're st- but you're still willing to let people in California govern themselves, that is a compromise. I don't know what else you could want from people other than just like wanting to force them to believe the way you believe. 
So that is a compromise. What isn't a compromise is the is the federal government coming in and telling you that you can't smoke, e that you can't vape use vaping products that have the have the logo J U U L Jewel on it. Okay, that's not compromise. That is authoritarianism. Whether or not whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, it's authoritarianism. So that's not what we want. The compromise, the compromise is a nation made up of sister states with their own with their own individual constitutions and the right to govern themselves under the framework that they don't violate anything in this small book. That is the compromise that we all that we all live in. And if there's ever a situation where we think, hey, we think the majority of people agree with us and we have evolved to an extent to where we don't think that the majority of people want the option of owning other people because it's absolutely like it's an embarrassing mark on our history. Then you put it to a vote and there's process in her to get it added, get it added in the constitution. And we did it. It's not always pretty. Go watch Lincoln, the one with, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is that's in it. Um, came in about 10 years ago. It was an ugly process that, in a way, the way that he got that thing passed, but we, but he got it. Okay, so that's, it's ugly. The process is ugly sometimes. It takes time. But again, politics should be downstream from culture, not culture being downstream from politics. So the culture, it became acceptable, uh, unacceptable enough of owning other human beings that enough people were willing to add it in and vote for it to, to amend the Constitution. So Founding Fathers gave us that framework, a way to compromise, and they gave us a game plan, a rubric, to where we can take emotions out of it and just say, okay, let's apply it to this book and let's see if it's in our federal guidelines, if it's in our federal rule book here if it's not kick it back out to the states let them do what they want to do let the people you know rally and lobby their own you know elected real representatives and then at that point let decide they they have to decide if it's allowable in their state constitution because just because that you're asking the government to do something doesn't mean that they have the right to do it okay so again i'm gonna get off my, on my soapbox been 45 minutes uh Apologize for going a little longer. Definitely, definitely longer than I than I wanted to go here. Um, again, some things for everybody to read up on: federalism, the Tenth Amendment. Okay, um, the role of the Supreme Court, whether or not they are the branch of government that creates laws or not. Hint: They're not. They decide if it's constitutional or if it's allowed under the under the Constitution itself already. Um, these are all topics that we all, if we have to have something that we're all basing things off of or, or it's impossible for the left and the right to ever come to any kind of understanding because if we're not playing by the same rules, there is no game. If you, if you got a yacht, if you got a piece of paper out with the Yahtzee 
planning on rolling five dice, th- you know, three times, and someone else has got their Monopoly bank out so they can buy properties, and you sit down to play that game, it ain't going to work because it's, it's different games. The rules ain't the same. So the Constitution is what a rule, that's our rule book. Okay. I really appreciate y'all listening. Um, again, I hope I didn't make too many people pissed off, but I, can't, I don't. I don't see how anybody could be mad. I'm not. I'm not even talking about opinions or anything here. So, again, uh, thanks for listening to the Way Too Much JRMC podcast. You can find me now on pod, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, um, pretty much anywhere. You know, but if you do listen to this. I'd absolutely love it if you'd share it. I mean, if you could share this thing, that's the most important thing right now is that people could share it around and let people see it. Um, comment. You'll like the videos, but comments would be wonderful. I'd just love to hear what people had to think, you know, what people had to say. Um, constructive criticism, critical criticism, uh, pros, cons, positive, negatives. Like, if you think my voice is the worst thing since sliced bread, tell me. I'm okay with that. Um, Again, just trying to be a normal person, trying to have normal conversations and make it okay to have those normal conversations. Hopefully, Pink and I will have a show coming up here one day this week. If not, I'll get back on here solo and uh, talk to you a little more. So, again, thanks a lot for listening, and y'all have a great rest of your week. Thanks a lot.